this crosses the line of the science of menstruation that we understand. Yeah, I'm into the pseudoscience of menstruation. Like the pseudoscience of astrology. Exactly. Naya thought we need a jingle. Danny writes songs, so she was assigned this task. Reconnecting the podcast. This is the worst jingle. Hi, hi. How's your day going? My day is going. My day's going pretty well. I had in-person classes and then online classes. Um, but for the rest of this week, after today, I'm like fully in person, which is very scary but also exciting. Um, yeah, it's been a good day. That sounds great. I've also had a good day. I clean. I like did. I washed everything on my bed, like all my bedding and my stuffed animals, um, because I feel like we really neglect cleaning stuffed animals, because like people touch them, you know. I touch them, and I want to be able to cuddle with them and feel like they're clean. So I washed my stuffed animals. I had Hebrew class just now, and I'm back in my room. And now we're doing this. It's a good day. Which which stuffed animals do you have on your bed in college? On my bed here, I have Car Bear the Woolly Mammoth, which is, I feel like a lot of our listeners do know the story of Car Bear. Car Bear is one of my favorite things about myself, but when my mom turned 16 and got her first car, um, someone who my Grammy, her mom worked with, gave my mom a stuff, uh, like teddy bear, so she would never be alone in her car. Its name is Car Bear, and now everyone else in my family gets Car Bears when they get their first car, or like when they get their license. So I have Car Bear. And I have a little horse named Penne that Sarah, that Faith actually gave Sarah for Valentine's Day last year. But I have Penne the pony, and Sarah has my stuffed animal, Tortellini the tortoise or the turtle. So, <laughs> so we did a little swap. Um, do you, what stuffed animals do you have on your bed? With me here, so I don't have like my like doll growing up, baby Sarah was like my like childhood attachment object yeah she's not with me at school because she's she's too special she also doesn't have hands but that's a story for another time um but with me I have I have like a little squishmallow octopus that I think I think my sister got that for me and then I have um baby lammy I had like this much bigger lamb named lammy that my grandma got for me and this is a much smaller one that I actually got in for Purim in grade 12, my friends and I went as, like, we dressed as, like, lambs, and um, I think one of us got, like, a bunch of these from, like, the dollar store, and I have that with me, and I just crocheted Lammy a balaclava. Lammy's balaclava is iconic. Iconic. But I used, I used wool yarn for it, so I'm like, is this, is this breaking the laws of costume? Yeah, it, because, it like, does feel a I'm, little bit I'm iffy. dressing a lamb in its mother's wool. Um, we'll consult some rabbis. Yeah, can you, can you text your dad and see what he has to say about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that he'll have an answer. Oh, I also have, I don't have my, like, doll, like, my childhood baby doll, Allie, but I do have my baby blanket that my great-grandmother made me. We called her Bama. Um, I think that was just, like, what my mom's, or my mom or my mom's cousin, like, called her when he, like, when they first started babbling. But when Arye was little, he how he said blanket sounded kind of like geeky so now we call all blankets geekies so i have my bama geeky here like it's gibberish but yeah you know this reminds me of and then we'll actually get to the things we have listed to talk about on the podcast our very important topics i know um have you heard of like the booba kiki binary of course of course i was thinking we would do it once (laughs) this is like one of my favorite like for some reason i think i'm on like 
the is it boba boba and kiki like area like corner of tiktok where people are like it's a spectrum it's a it's like gender where where we think it's a binary but it's really a spectrum and some things are like and but i feel like the creator i feel like the creator made like um like an axis yeah 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 this tiktok was showing the axis and i everything in life is it's either boba or kiki it is it is i saw that because i think the geekies are booba geekies are booba though Blankets Absolutely. are booba for sure. Um, shall we We're begin? Gibberish and I love it. I know. Um, do you want to choose a topic to begin with? We're just giving opinions today. Yes. Well, so can I explain that where this idea came from? Is I was like, I think that I just want to have an episode where, like, inspired by um, Las Culturistas with Matt Rogers and Bo and Yang, where they have a segment called "I Don't Think So, Honey," which is where they give each other like a minute to just like explain their opinion on something we'll give each other more than a minute but i think this is going to be like a roundup of just like topics that we want to talk about yeah i'm excited <laughs> these are also like um monday email questions every month every monday we send each other an email um i haven't it's on it's on me today and i haven't sent my monday email but danny knows i've had a busy day yeah it's been an exciting day i can't wait to read about it in <laughs> yeah email. in the email I mean, like, even though we, you know, text every single day and, and, and have a podcast together and several shared notes documents, <laughs> we started we started Monday emails because, like, life was just too crazy. And we we're like, we need, a gra- we need like, a large-scale grounding exercise, and it's going to be this. Yeah, and it's been a really good one. Yeah, and we'll usually end it with, like, asking each other questions or, like, just things to describe. And we're going to do that now, just record it and make a podcast out of it. I love it. Where okay, shall we the begin? The first one that I have is cleaning menstrual cups. Do you want to start off? We I love talking about menstrual cups. I know. I feel like we've talked about it before on the pod, but not enough. Not nearly enough. Okay, so I my my history is that I started using I use I've only I've only used the Diva Cup brand, um, but I'm open to trying other brands. If anyone has suggestions, let us know. Um, and I've been using that since like grade nine. Like it's really been the primary product that I've used. And I, for the most part, used, um, like, Diva Wash, like, the, like, the hygienic, hypoallergenic soap that, like, the brand makes, and I, I like it, I think it does a good job, and then I, you're supposed to boil it, and I have, like, a special, like, old pot that, like, I don't really use for anything else, even though you could, because it's boiling water, it's sanitary, and I boil, like, three to four times a year. I've never used Diva Wash. Really? Never. Like, you just use, like, any soap. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't use soap. Here's, like, my Diva Cup cleaning routine. Or I don't use a Diva Cup anymore, but here's my menstrual cup cleaning routine. Is I just, like, rinse with hot water. And then, like, in... <laughs> I, ne- I never remember to clean... Like, to do, like, a deep clean, like, a boil. I boil every month. But I never remember to boil, like, right when my period ends. Because I also feel like if you boil when your period ends, it's, like, a bad omen. And, like, your period will come back. So... I usually wait until the health app tells me because I'm I'm like very good about logging my menstruation. So I usually I wait too. until the health. I use Clue. Oh, I just use the health app, but I would be very open. I want to try um like natural cycles as like a birth control method, um because I I want to get like this is the kind of science I'm very interested in is tracking my ovulation. <laughs> That's all that I'm interested in as far as science, but it seems like it would be a fun like a fun project. But, um, oh, but anyway, I use the health app, and when the health app tells me I'm ovulating is usually 
when I remember to do it. At home, I just boil it like in a pot of water. I just use a spatula, like move it around. Like I put the pot in the dishwasher after, but like I just put it in like a pasta pot, um, saucepan. But at school, um, my my roommates and friends are kind of sensitive about Diva Cups. Um, it's okay. It takes time. So I have like a designated, I <laughs> I have like a designated like Pyrex that I will boil it in in the microwave when, <laughs> when they're not here. Because they don't like seeing it. Listen, I, 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 I respect it because I think that everyone has been there at one point. We had we had a conversation. Um, we had we, we you sent this text and then it became the header, like the cover photo on our private Twitter account where you said, "I think that we're better than everyone else." And the, and this was in reference to us talking about using menstrual cups and how like it just makes you look more like it. I say it demystifies your own body. It really does. It, like, because you interact with, you, like, you interact with your period mm-hmm. in, and like, a, very, a hands-on like a way. Very, yeah, it's It's, it's, it's hands-on. It really is. And, like, I think that you just get to, like, like, I don't, I don't want, like, my body's, like, natural hormonal cycles to be something I just, like, throw away and, like, hide and, like, wrap up. Like, no, I want to get to know it. And it's, like, yeah, of course, like, menstrual cups used to freak me out a little bit but like by taking the plunge I think I've become so much more like in touch with my period and now I love talking about menstrual cups and menstruation oh it's it's one of my favorite topics of conversation I think I think also because like because it's like it's the only product that I've really ever used like I I I've definitely said this before but I think I can count on both hands the amount of times I've used tampons like I'm just not I'm when like I like I can't help people with in that regard. I feel, I actually feel kind of bad that if I'm ever like in like a public restroom. This happened hasn't happened in a while because of COVID. Um, like I I'm not the I can't help a girl out. I can't help like I can't help a fellow menstruator out. I just don't carry don't carry <laughs> yeah. it on me. I and still you can't have share a diva cup. No, you you can't share a diva cup. Um, I still feel like I have like a tampon in each coat pocket. Honestly, just like as like the leftover um no, but I definitely I, do but it's I it's haven't spirit. purchased them in years yeah I I, I brought a box of tampons to camp this summer and then I went the entire summer without getting my period do you think that your cycle was impacted by your campers well I didn't really get my period at camp as a camper either but we can blame it on my campers <laughs> see I I like I'm really fascinated by like cycle syncing and like like cause like I live in the house with 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 all their girls, um, and like we like we've synced numerous like numerous times throughout the year. We're like, oh, we've and it's and it's usually like I am not I, I don't know if this is the proper language, but I am not the alpha. Like I will like I'm. Oh yeah. Yeah, like mine's always affected to like loop up with someone else's, and one of my husbands is like you know um wants to like go into like medicine is interested in like biology and stuff she's researched this and she's like oh well like whoever's on birth control like it's like stronger or something i don't really know i don't know enough about this neither this this crosses the line of the science of menstruation that we understand yeah i'm into the pseudoscience of menstruation like the pseudoscience of astrology exactly uh shall we move on I think so. What's the next topic? 
Okay, this next one, I feel like I want to hear what you have to say about it. Danny wrote down forehead kisses. Mm. Let me take a sip of water before we talk about forehead kisses. I don't have that much to say about them. And I, we mean forehead kisses in like a romantic and or sexual context. Yes. We don't, we don't mean like your bubby giving you a forehead kiss. That's always welcome. We mean... We mean when teenage boys give us forehead kisses. See, the reason why I put this on a list of topics is because I think some of my, our favorite my favorite texts that we've sent each other involve discussing forehead kisses. And I just I just searched for them in our conversation, and I'm going to I'm going to read some of them. This is um we may have to cut some of this out, but he offered to bartend for me, and then I said that's the flirting equivalent of a forehead kiss. Next one. This is also something that I said. Um, I oh, said so I said that someone offered to. I remember this. I said someone offered to bartend for me, and then you said that's the flirting equivalent of a forehead kiss. I think I, I think that we feel differently about forehead kisses. I, I think, think that I think very strong. No, because I think one time you said that. Oh, fine. I'll find in the texts. I think, okay, I had, I used to have a draft of a tweet that, like, got deleted one time when my drafts got deleted, but it was something along the lines of, like, would love to write an essay on forehead kisses, what they mean, times I feel I've been betrayed by receiving them, but I don't, I don't know that I feel that way, like, I don't have distinctive memories, what I do feel is that, like, if, I think I used to feel like if you were kissing someone goodbye, that was, like, you've got to be in love, like, like, you can't just be, like, casually kissing, like, a hookup goodbye, but I do think that I've, I think I've changed my opinions now and I do expect I do expect people to casually kiss me goodbye. I really do. What about kissing you hello? <laughs> kissing <laughs> <laughs> That was a reference to something specific and um I that if it's in public, no. If it's in private, that's fine. <laughs> it's like I feel like in public it's like it's like mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, back to forehead kisses. I think that that tweet, or when you sent me that tweet draft, it really stuck with me because now I think of forehead kisses as being very intimate because of you. And yeah, this is another thing. I really, I've done this a lot in the past few days where I'll search for something in our text and I'll realize like I was like trying to find something with like blank has blank energy because I feel like that's something that I say a lot and I found so many examples that were all things that like I had written but like it's a phrase that I use a lot but you never do um right oh like, it's just a it's I... a way that I connect two things this one is about someone posting like flowers that they got for an anniversary and I was like that's the Instagram equivalent of a forehead kiss wait okay this next one is from just a week ago and I said this one I was watching new moon and Edward kissed Bella's forehead goodbye before leaving, like leaving for good. Why do men do this? Don't they know forehead kisses are reserved for commitment, to quote you? <laughs> I do think that I like go back and forth, but I also think that like if we if you look at if you look at all of our discourse about forehead kisses, I think a lesson that can be taken away from this is if you feel romantically, if you feel like you want to commit to someone, then you're going to interpret things as romantic or as a signal that they want commitment. Mm-hmm. I think forehead kisses are that for, for I think for, I think for a lot of girls they are. Well, I don't think it's the act of a forehead kiss. I think it's like, I think it's just somebody that you like. Like, you know what I mean? I think that like, 
like I feel like there's plenty of times I don't think I feel that way about forehead kisses I think that that's just how you interpret things when it's someone that you really like yeah you know what I mean that's like fair. Yeah, different people fair. different people express like intimacy in different ways and like mm-hmm. sometimes that's a forehead kiss but sometimes people are casually forehead kissing kissing hello kissing goodbye I think I think that I think that I can't I can't be a casual forehead kisser that's not that if it works for you I really I pop off I respect it I love that for you it doesn't work for me it's not for it's not for you okay and can we say that's that on that I think that's that on that I'm really excited about the next topic which is what makes a good granola bar and I think okay, that so I'm going to modify the question and I'm going to say what makes a good snack bar because I don't, I feel like granola implies like oats, fruits, and nuts and I don't think that those are all necessary things. I think what makes a good granola bar is it can't be so, it can't have so much like sugar that it like, it can't be too fruity because if something is really fruity, then you just get, like, a rush of blood sugar, and then, like, you crash. I feel like it needs, I don't know what, like, the technical terms are, but it needs to be, like, nutritionally balanced. Um, so, like, it needs to have, like, fiber and sugar and carbs and, like, all those things. Um, yeah. Fiber and sugar make up carbs. Oh, like, there you go. Yeah. So it needs to have carbs. Yeah. Isn't that all food? A lot of food. I don't know. It needs to be filling, um, and I think that it should have textural variety. Like, I don't love, like, something that's super mushy, but I'm going to tell you about a bar that I don't like but eat anyway, and that is RX bars. I think RX bars, well, first of all, I get them because they sell them at Costco, so my parents buy them for me every semester before I go to college. That's the number one reason I eat RX bars, is because my parents buy them, but they're really good I think they're really filling they have egg whites nuts and fruit but they have these chocolate chips in them that are the worst texture of all time they're like disgusting have you eaten these I, I haven't had an RX bar okay I'm gonna bring you one it's like a slippery like oily like mushy Ugh. piece of chocolate that's just like <laughs> disgusting and I think this arrives to the next principle of granola bars which is that sometimes companies I think are so focused on health that like they just taste bad and like I don't don't, I'm not interested I'm not interested in getting more protein in if it's gonna taste bad Mm -hmm. I really like kids cliff bars z bars they're good they taste like brownies yeah I I personally okay see I wrote granola bar but I I think that this we're having a larger conversation about snack bars if it's gonna be a bar that has you know granola oats I think that it needs to have again as you said textual variety one of my favorites and this is a recent a recent addition to like my you know snack catalog the um kashi or kashi I don't know how to pronounce it um cherry dark chocolate bars is they're less of like a like you know cliff bar where, where that those kind of feel like a meal replacement not meal replacement but just like they're more substantial this is like very much a snack um and it reminds me of Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia because it has like the like chewy cherries and then like kind of like crunchy chocolate like good texture chocolate yeah those are really good I had a in the honestly in the past year a growing appreciation for cliff bars um but only with ones that like taste good like they can't sometimes when you're in the middle of having a cliff bar you're like 
this tastes too much like a cliff bar. Yeah. You, know, you really feel and you're like, I feel like I'm che- like it's very mealy. You're like, like, what am I chewing? What is this? And like you like, because it's not cliff bars. I think taste and I'm guessing this is probably for RX bars too. They taste like they're a protein bar in a way the granola bars just taste like a mix of like granola and nuts and fruit and chocolate yeah like you know how kind bars are just like fruits and nuts and seeds that are kind of like bounded together by that sugary yeah, syrup I like, I, like I like those yeah I used to get them a lot like the they used to have them at shop at uh, shoppers at Starbucks and I really like I liked the um Oh, this reminds me of another bar that I like. This is a meal replacement bar that I do eat, but really only half of it at a time is Perfect Bars. Um, You've had those? Okay. They're, like, refrigerated, and they're made with, like, nut. It's, like, nut butter and honey and, I think, egg whites. Um, They have dairy in them, which would not work for you, I guess. But, um... Depends on the day. <laughs> Depends on the day. I really like them. I'll I'll also bring you one of those when I come visit. Um, one that mm-hmm. a bar that I liked for a while, but like now I can't have. Um, the um, do you know Simply Protein Bars? They might be a Canadian thing, but I think that it's like puffed quinoa. Maybe I don't know. But um, when I was on seminar, like they tell you to like or like everyone's just like bring like snack bars, bring protein bars because the food's really gross. So I did that and. I had like I I got two flavors the lemon coconut and then some like chocolate peanut butter and they were good but like I had so many of them and then also I didn't have a good time on seminar so now when I see them I'm like I they're a bit spoiled for me like I and they yeah. also don't taste like so so good it's more like they're tolerable so I don't think I'll be having a simply protein bar anytime soon I like Luna bars but those are desserts but I just think overall like I'm always inclined to have like nuts and raisins and a cheese stick as a snack over like a bar I just I also like having like a variety of things in my snacks I think I really value a wide variety of like little things like small amounts of of many different things my a snack that I eat like probably every single day when I'm home is hippies have you had hippies yeah okay is hippies and cherry tomatoes like mixed together and that's, that's like good that's good text textural variety yeah like, that's like my favorite snack to eat at home but I don't keep either of those things here at college one of my favorite things like I like making like elaborate snack plates that are like like sliced apples peanut butter and then like some type of dip and veggies and like like I I make my own little like it's not a charcuterie board because there's no meat or cheese on it but I it's a little snack plate and I feel like I feel like I'm a mom prepping for like her kids after school but it's just for me (laughs) I do a lot of um apple with cinnamon sprinkled on the slices and a cheese stick at school gorgeous perfect yeah should we move on to the next yeah go for it I'm excited about this one oh okay yeah we can talk about yeah let's do this one I don't know that I'm ready but I almost think it's better that way okay when and where and how diet cokes are the ideal beverage that's a lot of questions um i I think let's let's just talk about diet my favorite thing to drink in the world is a fountain diet coke has to be fountain because fountain diet cokes taste like drier um over ice like coke doesn't taste the same like regular coke like diet coke tastes very different and in my opinion better um 
Diet Coke over ice fountain with like a really big squeeze of lime in it, I think mm-hmm. is like the, and I think this is something I really got into at college, but I think is like the most delicious beverage. It does kind of make my tummy hurt after. I always have to brush my teeth because I feel like icky from the soda, but I love a fountain Diet Coke. And the best thing about about college is that they have like soda fountain, like fountain soda machines in the dining hall. So I can always get a fountain Diet Coke. I'm, I'm only sad that I miss it on the residence dorm experience because I I can't do that. If I, if I want Diet Coke, I have to go to shoppers and buy it. Yeah. <laughs> which I do, which I do. Um, I think that you know how much I love, like I have this deeply, deep-rooted love for um, the like electronic Coke machines where you can like yeah. have your own thing. Like I... Wait, so what do you do? Because I have something specific. I haven't done this in years because I really only do it at the movie theater. But what do you get in your... So I have, like, different options. Your Coke Freestyle machine. For the Coke Freestyle machines. I feel like it depends on what I want. Again, this also hasn't been in so long. But one of the things I remember loving is, um, like, half Sprite and then, like, a quarter Minute Maid peach and a quarter Minute Maid, like, raspberry or something like a lemonade sprite situation or once again if we're the old truck the old faithful diet coke and then you get a little bit of lemonade in it yeah i always do diet coke like but like the i do like mostly regular diet coke and then a little bit of lime diet coke and a little bit of lemon diet coke i think it's like the flavor shots but or sometimes i would get um coke zero cherry i like i do really badly with like um with like beverages that are caffeinated and have sugar it's like too much energy it like gives me the shakes so I think that's also like you gotta pick one so I feel like with soda I usually pick caffeine over sugar and that's why we go for the diet and I I briefly mentioned on the Instagram that maybe we should come up with our own name for diet coke but I think because of diet culture because this is a diet culture free zone. Well, it's not a diet culture free zone. It's a zone that's aware of diet culture. Um, but I think we decided. We're, are we going to keep the toxicity? Is that part of it? I think it is. Maybe I think I think it kind of adds to it. I oh, agree. I did see a fantastic TikTok. I just sent it to you. That was like me trying to explain that I love diet cokes, not in like a I not in like a diet culture. I don't want to consume calories, but just in the this is the most crisp, refreshing beverage. Yeah, to ever exist. It's, it's so sad. crisp. It's okay, what about when? I can tell you when I think it's the ideal beverage, and that is like for celebrations. Like I always have a diet coke. Well, when I'm sad, but also like I always have one on Friday afternoon and on Saturday afternoon. But like this morning we had a celebration, so I got a diet coke. It was. It was prime Diet Coke time. Yeah. Um, I think when is, again, it's a treat, but it's like a, it's a more frequent treat than like other treats are. Whereas, you know what I mean? Yeah. I also. Like it's. Okay. You go, you go, you go. Well, I think it's just because I didn't like, we didn't, I didn't drink soda as a kid. So I think like. Me neither. Like being like getting it just feels like something special. You know, I think that's it. But I also, like, like I said, like, I have to brush my teeth after I drink it. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) 
I it's not like an on-the-go beverage it's like really like I'm coming back to my room I'm tired but like it's Friday and I want to be excited for the weekend so I get a dining hall diet coke that's a good that's a good one I had a phase where I think that um so much of how like some people would self-medicate with caffeine um like through coffee I would like do that with diet coke and then I was like this is this is not sustainable this is not good so then I went on a really long cleanse um and then now now it's like the the when and where it's like if it's on sale at shoppers or or the grocery store then I'll get some and then like you know have every now and then but or or if I I'm out fountain diet coke it's the best it's the best way to get it it really is and then you prefer to drink it through a straw right i prefer to drink it through a straw because of the teeth issue i don't it can't touch my teeth yeah well that's the reason that's another reason another plight against regular coke is that it leaves like the weird sugary thing around my teeth and i hate that yeah um can we jump ahead to a topic that i want to make sure we get to before the end okay i want to talk about what you wrote is number 10 finger dragging And finger dragging is, I think, one of the funnier miscommunications we've had in our friendship because we have this shared shared note where, like, we both share our kind of, like, out there thoughts. And I was typing an out there thought. And I, um, you know how, like, on iPhones, there's, like, the finger dragging to type thing. And um, I was like, finger dragging is so amazing. Like, I can't believe we figured out how to do this. And what Danny thought I was referencing was, like, when you're, like, in, like, a, when you're with, like, a, a romantic partner, a lover, and they're, like, dragging their fingers on you gently in, like, an affectionate way, because I had... I need to justify myself. I need to explain Okay, explain yourself. You can explain yourself. The one, like, right before this, like, like the notes in this, like, note, like, the one right before, that you'd read right before this, was about, like, sending invisible ink messages. And, like, that makes, that, that tracks for in terms of, like, technological advancement. You're, like, invisible messages or invisible ink messages. Oh, finger dragging. This is cool. But my mind went to, earlier that day, you had sent an invisible ink message about, like... Oh, about someone, sp- Yeah about like it was like tracing circles on your back and I'm like oh so that's why she was thinking about finger dragging like dragging your finger against someone else this is my line of reasoning okay I understand it was just it was a really funny miscommunication and I want to comment on both um finger dragging between two humans I think is fantastic um if you if you say that you don't spell out messages when you're finger dragging you're lying like things that you don't want to say to the person but you're thinking like you I've are never done that. you've I've never done that. that I've never done that unbelievable it's, really it's, it's something it's just, it's so something that I would do I just haven't done it I always am writing out messages when I'm finger dragging um I hope I hope anyone who I've ever finger dragged who's listening to this um is thinking of messages that I've written to them I, you know what I don't remember what they were but okay wait you know what you know it's like platonic finger dragging what do you know like that i don't know if you ever grow out of this phase but it's like so it's so camp it's so summer camp and then also so camp the game where you like, that yeah. but also like can someone tickle my back can you tickle my arm people like the social capital the social currency of giving a good arm tickle i was never someone who asked to do that but can i, I tell you asked, but I, 
I always gave. We have one friend who like still asks people to do this, but what I would always ask that one friend to do is <laughs> is part my hair for me because she was just like in my mind because like her mom is a hairdresser and like this friend of ours has curly hair. I was like, oh, she's really good at it. So I would always have her part my hair for me and it was like very relaxing, like after I showered. Yeah. Well, there's something soothing about about a, an article from from your bunkmate. Yeah. Um, but I, I love, I love when people draw circles and or secret messages professing their love to me (laughs) on my back. Um, I, that, that time that I was referencing in that invisible ink text, it was really, it was, it was probably the best, it was very good finger dragging, but even more. Finger dragging the texting occurrence. Yeah, but even, wait, what? The texting occurred, like the texting. Oh, what I was referencing in the text, yeah. No, 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 finger dragging is like on like typing. Oh, no, that's good too. But I was saying that the finger, the the person finger dragging. <laughs> We're getting confused again. <laughs> We're seeing it's really confusing. I give them both ten out of ten. This is like Anthropocene review. I give finger dragging five out of five stars. Five out of five stars. Um. Oh, wait, if we're going to Anthropocene Reviewed, I give Human to Human Finger Dragging 5 out of 5 stars, but I give the texting, I think, I think it's 3 out of 5 stars, because, like, why the need for speed? Yeah, I don't think, I also don't utilize that function, the texting one, the human to human one. But you do utilize the human to human one very often. Maybe, maybe, who knows? That's a mystery for the pod listeners. That's not a secret I'll ever tell. Or tell, XO. Call off your techno boy toy, or I'll tell your mom what the cops. I messed it up. Call off your techno boy toy, or I tell the cops what your mom keeps nipples on your box. There's nothing like finger dragging from a techno boy toy. Moving on. Okay. Leave it at that. That's that on that. Um. Okay. Okay. Can we make merch that says that's that on that? Yes. Is that? But has that been like copywritten? Copyrighted? We're not selling. I mean, I was thinking we just make it for the. Is someone coming okay. after us? I don't know. Um, can we do number... Let's do number seven. Number five is pop culture moments we would show to Victorian children who time travel. I actually I wrote things... Okay. Okay, we can do a different time because I actually wrote things down for that. Like, I prepared. I did too. So okay, we'll, do, we'll do that a different time. Do you want to do number seven favorite jeans and why? Like, what yeah, makes good jeans? Yeah, let's do it. Tell me about your favorite jeans. Okay, so my, my current pair of favorite jeans are ones that I got um there I for for background I have a difficult history with buying jeans that fit well so my best option is to buy a pair that can be like good like belts and cuffing jeans and the my favorite pair are also my favorite for like sentimentality reasons I got them right before grade 12 so like over two years ago on sale American Eagle and they are like boyfriend jeans but they don't fit me like boyfriend jeans they fit me like mom jeans and they've they've been with me through a lot they're like just a good sturdy pair of blue jeans i've written a poem about them but my my current favorite pair are um i thrifted a pair of like dark wash or like no black wash um levi's um and i was really proud of the thrift find and they also just like fit me well and i didn't need to get them altered so i feel very good about those lovely my favorite jeans are um how i would describe this is i have a lot of jeans that are like for specific purposes but like my go-to jeans that i wear like 
truly almost every day, like I could fall asleep in these jeans, are Madewell the Mom jean. They're a dark wash, um, distressing on the hems. They're 100% cotton, which is really important to me. I like my jeans to be really stiff. Um, they definitely, I had them, I had them hemmed by Madewell. Madewell does offer free hemming, which is a service I highly recommend you all take them up on because they'll they'll finish the hem to like have the same finish as like the jeans which is really great um you're never missing out on your distressed hems when you get your jeans hemmed by them um but they honestly could be they're like very loose um they are they are far I could I could wear them in a size or two smaller and they're like too big around my waist and a little bit too big around my hips too but like I think that's part of the look. They're really comfortable. Um, like I said, like I could sleep in them. They're my favorite jeans. I love that. I really trust your opinion on jeans, and I want when when we're next together. Do they? I don't know if they have Madewell stores in Canada. I don't I know. I think you have to order online. So when I'm next when I'm next in the U.S., we'll go to a Madewell together. Yeah, we'll do that together. But I also like. I I do want. I feel like Madewell is like my safe zone for jeans, but I do want to branch out. Um, and I want to, I want to try Everlane. I've also had good luck with Levi's. You just have to know Madewell has really consistent sizing. So like, I know that like I'm the same size in every pair of pants where like other, other brands, like your size will be different depending on what cut you get. Yeah. I think that's like true about a lot of stores and also why like the fashion industry is very like you know like the history of like vanity sizes right yeah yeah like it's very difficult and it was very difficult and like honestly like something that I wish I learned at a much younger age because I think it would have saved a lot of like self-image um pain is that like sizing is really arbitrary and is not consistent and like the size of the matter it's like how you feel how confident you feel and like how comfortable you are that's like that's way more important than what number or letter size it is I really agree and I something I really do appreciate about Madewell is like for the most part any pair of pants that says they're a 24 will have a 24 inch like will fit a 24 inch waist so I find that convenient especially for your when you're ordering online (laughs) Maya is such a good online window shopper I am constantly browsing although I, um, I think that I might actually get something today because it is a celebratory day. Are you gonna, send me what you're gonna get. I, I love, like, when I can tell that Maya's online shopping because she'll send me, like, a, a whole, a whole array of, like, different links to shoes from The Real Real. And then, yeah, or, like, I love The Real get, Real. Like, a description for each one of them and like why they're significant i really liked the leather sling back sandals you sent i think i think you should get them um okay send them back to me because i think i i they're like a kind of like they're a closed toe like big chunky platform yeah they, you said these were your ideal shoes at tween age oh not those ones i'm not gonna get those ones but um you also, found, you also found manila blondes for like 60 bucks i did find 60 dollar manilos but I don't, I was like, for, for if I'm a constitutional lawyer. <laughs> if and when. If and when. Um, how much time do we have left? How many more topics could we do? We can get another, let, let's do another one or two. 
We're at 42 minutes. Number eight, socks and sandals. I'm on board. I think the camp made this, like, normal. Um, but... I'm I'm all about socks with slides. I don't I don't like looking at my toes. I'm I'm completely on board with socks and sandals, socks and slides, or socks and Birkenstocks. I support it because I think feet are gross. Yeah, I don't think feet are gross. I just like. I think my feet are gross. Danny, you have I'm sure you I'm sure you have great feet. I was gonna say I love your feet, but I think that <laughs> I I feel like I will be made fun of for saying that. You love my feet? No, I think it's because. Um, years of, like, dance class, even though I wasn't, like, a, such an intense dancer, like, I was in, in my, in my soul, in my nefesh, I was really, really intense with it. Um, your feet get kind of, like, nasty from, like, dancing. Yeah. I also just, I don't, I don't know, I don't like looking at, like, if you're walking around camp in slides, it's different at home, but if you're walking around camp in slides, which is, like, where I am for the majority of summers like you're gonna get dusty yeah I don't want to be dusty dusty wig the crusty dusty wig um that's how I feel about socks and sandals I want to talk about coffee orders we haven't tried but want to because I always I wish that I could have like sample sizes of a lot of different like Starbucks drinks I've had like all the like the basics but, like, there are seasonal things that have, like, different, like, fun syrups. I get too scared to try, and I always just end up getting a sugar-free vanilla iced latte or, like, a cappuccino. But, like, I want to try the pistachio latte, but, like, only a sip. I wish they made minis. Yeah. Or that, like... Do you want to know something crazy? Or you were with an, an, an adventurous friend who just, like, yeah. will drink anything. Yeah, one time earlier this year we were at Starbucks, and Sarah just walks right up, and she says... I'll have a grande apple crisp ma- macchiato, please. And I was like, you're just going to ask for an apple crisp macchiato? You've never tried one? You're just going to get one, like, without pondering? The only time I've ever done that was when I had, like, um, a free drink. And I was like, to the barista, I said, like, what do you like? What should I get? What, like, this is what I like. What should I get? And I think that it really depends on which Starbucks you go to. But this is one, like, close by to campus. And, like, I'm, like, friendly with this barista. And she's like gave me like a whole list of options it's also in november um so there are like a bunch of different holiday drinks the sad part is i do not remember what i got i don't remember what i tried but i was adventurous and i liked it that's good i just don't remember i've never had what i want to try is like a dirty chai like a chai with yeah, a shot of espresso I've had, oh i've made one myself i should make one i've never had that maybe will you make me one yeah okay i'll make you yeah I, one of my favorite, um, like, coffee place orders is um, a London Fog, which is, like, Earl Grey, mm-hmm. uh, Earl, Earl Grey tea latte, and I, like, I've been drinking tea a lot longer than I, you know, started drinking coffee, and I still, like, I think in my soul I'm a tea person, because there's a lot of variety with it, um, but I always think of, like, there's this place on Granville Island in Vancouver that, um, it's where I first got a London Fog, and they still make the best London Fogs to this day. Um, and I like every time there, I always get them, except now I get them with oat milk. Yum. I had maturation. Yeah. I had a really good oat milk latte a couple days ago from the food co-op at Binghamton. And my friend who never had oat milk tried it for the first time. He said it tasted creamy. I agree. 
I'm like, I'm not an oat milk stan. I, I like almond Me milk. Either. I really like almond milk. I, I feel like this is, um, this is like a plight against it. This is another rock on our, um, Sisyphus pushing up the mountain is that I like, like, I, I wish I liked oat milk as much as I like almond milk. I just don't. Yeah. Almond milk also like it, it wards off people who are allergic to almonds and this should be another topic of like um <laughs> prejudice against people with nut allergies we're gonna get canceled uh, yeah guys I, like I sent you something earlier where, mm-hmm. um we were talking about like asthma as an invisible disability i was like yeah it's an invisible disability mine except it's not invisible because you look at me and you think that person definitely has asthma danny definitely has asthma that's the intro um I'm like, okay, this is one last topic. The Catcher in the Rye. We both want to fix Holden. When did we write this? We wrote this. We wrote this on Saturday night when we were talking about how we both want to fix Holden. Okay, well, we were playing. I think this did this come from the game we were playing. Yes. We were we were playing a game that I think that will maybe we'll play on the pod at a later date when we're in person. That's what I was thinking. This would be a good in person recording. But the game is called, I think we're, maybe we don't have a catchy name for it, but right now the game is called Danny, Maya, Scrap, or Young Sheldon. <laughs> and it's, the, what? It's our way of, um, this was, this was because we were trying to just like, you know, go through a list of like young male celebrities and like who like. It was a way to like identify types. our but types. But on one of these lists, it listed like the actor who plays Young Sheldon, who is very much a child. And like young sheldon right so it's like you're either danny's type or maya's type you're young sheldon which is neither of ours or like like out of bounds or scrap which is where we scrap over you we would we would fight over him yeah and i think and holden fell into the scrap category holden's so scrap we both want to try to save him we both fix him yeah we'd scrap for holden caulfield people like people make fun of holden and i'm just like i get it like it's it's tough it's brutal out here it's brutal out here i think that when i read so i read catcher in the rye in grade 12 and i wrote a compare and contrast essay um for catcher in the rye and ferris bueller's day off and it's my favorite thing i've ever written and it's lost on my high school drive and i did not save it which is very stupid of me but whatever i wrote i'm sure it was really good because i got a good grade and i was really proud of it but i'll never find it again Sad. Um, chat. Holden's so sad. Chat. It. Find it for us. You know what I love about Ferris Bueller's Day Off? What? Cameron's Red Wings jersey. The fact that Cameron is Connor in Succession. <laughs> yeah. If only Connor wore a Red Wings jersey. If only Willow wore a Red Wings jersey. Willow would make it so chic. I love Willa's outfits. Willa's the best. I really, I really believe, like, you really hyped her up, and she lived, she lived up to the hype. Yeah. I believe the Willa hype. Willa's fantastic. I think that brings us to our clothes. Do you have recommendations or lyrics to share? Ooh. I have one. Okay, what's your lyric to share? Welcome to New York. It's been waiting for you. But not about New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... Make me so happy. Um, do I have one? Well, I made I made a playlist. I made a good cleaning playlist. Um, Can I tell you? I really I, was going to listen to it 
this morning, but then the mood was off. Yeah. Well, mm. yeah. Okay. Well, I don't have a lyric, but I've been listening to, um, this is one of my favorite albums ever. Um, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. It's a fantastic album. Um, and like, I would say that every 15 months I rediscover how much I love it because I listen to it nonstop. So that's my recommendation. Good recommendation. That's all I've got. Kisses. Mwah.